Ladies and gentlemen, the bell has rung and class is back in session. Welcome back to Saturday High School where we discuss the shows, the characters, and the stories that made us relive high school on the weekends after we hated it five days a week in the 90s. I'm your host Michael B and I'm here to talk about everything about the TV shows, both the sitcoms and the dramas that we watched on the weekends in the 90s. From shows like Saved by the Bell to shows like Student Bodies. We're going to talk about all that that we loved and even some of the things that we hated. So welcome back and let's get into this latest podcast episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to this latest episode of Saturday High School. Um, we're glad to have you back in this class. Um, ready um, to feel everything that is fall right now. We're in the middle of the October um, we're actually almost a week away from Halloween um, at the recording of this episode. So happy almost Halloween to everyone, um, which is one of the reasons I wanted to have a fall themed episode um, this time. Um, one of the things that we love about these shows like Hang Time and California Dreams, they have certain themed episodes. Now, um, we will be doing kind of like a costume Halloween episode for a, another podcast, but since we are a week away from Halloween, we want to do something else themed, and this episode we're actually going to talk about dances. A lot of these shows had dance episodes, um, and what I mean by dance episodes, not people dancing, well not necessarily, um, but you know, having like a prom or a fall dance, a harvest dance as as some may have called them and there was a lot of Valentine's Day dances with these shows um, so I want to talk about those like that seems to be a theme like dances happen in high school and if you actually go by these some of these shows dances happen like almost every other week and I know in real life high school in the 90s dances weren't scheduled like that all the time at least not official school dances anyway Usually there may be parties. Um, you may get a homecoming dance for your football team. Possibly have a homecoming dance for your basketball team later as well. And then of course you have your possible Valentine's Day dance, Sadie Hawkins dance, and of course junior and senior prom. But this is the this time is the time of the year for fall dances. So we definitely want to kind of talk about them because. For a lot of these shows, a lot of things happen in the dance episodes. A lot of plot points turn turn together. A lot of couples either break up or make up on these shows thanks to the dance episodes. So it's only fair that we actually kind of discuss the best dance episodes of Saturday High School. So we're not going to have any honorable mentions this time. Um, just to clarify, we're going to have a set of 10. Because we're going to try and keep this podcast a little bit shorter than the last one. Um, and another caveat about this episode that we're going to try and stray away from certain episodes that were considered spring dance episodes. So in this list of best fall dances, we mean for the most part exactly that. Um, no prom episodes because usually proms happen in the spring no valentine's day episodes or dance episodes or spring dance episodes for the most part because they usually happen in the spring in real life 
However, with most of these shows, most of them, um, especially on TNBC, they shot, you know, so many episodes. So they would have a fall and a spring um, episode and the spring dance episode would actually showcase sometime ar literally around this time of year. Even though it was a spring episode, they only have so many episodes to do. So they want to portray sometimes spring dances. So it's weird like that, but I tried for this list, tried to stray away from having quote unquote spring dances with a few exceptions. Um, but because of what we love about the dance episodes, how sometimes they showcase plot points and then just sometimes they're just fun and they allow all the characters to really to really showcase themselves in a way so when they're when they're fun like that you kind of have to um you know acknowledge it so we're going to talk about the best dance episodes and we're going to go ahead and get started with this top 10 list right now all right so at number 10 on the best desk episodes of Saturday High School, I had to go back to an an episode that basically, you know, kind of set the pace for the show. I mean, literally, it was the first episode. So the number 10 episode that I have for the best desk episodes is the first gig from season one of California Dreams. So let's get into it. Now, first off, for some people, this wasn't actually the first episode of California Dreams. Um, Production-wise, it was. However, for some people, the broadcast episode was different when they when they saw season one for the first time in um, September of '92. But this is still considered by most people the the quote-unquote pilot, and this is where this show was um, kind of originating. You first meet Matt and Jenny, and you actually meet the Garrison family, um, and then. At the same time at the breakfast table, you actually um, get to see, you know, Sly come over and have breakfast with the Garrison family. And you kind of recognize from that point that the Dreams are a band and Matt and Jenny are a part of it. And Sly is the manager. And of course, later on, you get to meet Tony at Sharky's, of course. And then, of course, you meet Tiffany last. And then you actually get to see them practice and you actually get to see... Uh, them actually perform at their quote-unquote first gig at Randy Joe's party. Now, again, it's Randy Joe's birthday party. This is not an official school dance, but considering how significant this this episode was to the whole run of California Dreams, it's hard for me not to keep this off the list. Um, I, but. But like I said, it is number 10. So what's special about this episode? The key events, of course, is, in my opinion, everything begins for California Dreams right here. You actually get to see the band in action, who they are, what they play, what they do, and see them perform for the very first time. We actually get to see them perform the theme song in full, not just the little snippet that we have as the intro to the show. The full theme song with Tony rapping, um, you also get, we don't we'll actually take that back. We don't get the second verse. As most people know, California Dreams had two verses. You get the first verse in the theme song, but there's actually a second verse um, where Matt sings the main part and then the pre-chorus, Tiffany um, sings sings what Jenny, Jenny sings in, in the theme song version. 
So there's actually two verses. And then of course, Tony, Tony doing, doing his, his bridge part. And then of course the guitar solo, but we actually get to see it and we actually get a video. And that's one of the things I love about California dreams is that the first season actually had real music videos, which is, which is interesting. We don't, we don't get to see that of course in later seasons, but it's still, since it was a birthday party, it was a dance and it only, it's only right that we included, included in here. So kudos to the first gig for being number 10 on our best steps episodes list. All right. So now that you have a kind of, you know, kind of direction of where we're going with this best fall dances of, of, uh, Saturday high school. Let's get into our number nine episode. Now, our number nine episode um, was not the beginning of everything for this show, but definitely was in the first season of this show and definitely had some significant pop points that I had to put it on this countdown. So number nine on the best fall dances of Saturday High School is The Date from season one of City Guys. So let's get into it. All right, so why is The Date so special? Um, if you probably remember, I've already talked about this episode before. So one, this is a, a fall dance and this, the type of type of dance is a fall dance. And the main, um, thread is that Chris ends up asking Jamal's sister played by Gabrielle Union to the fall dance after he gets turned down by Cassidy. And of course there is this whole thing about interracial dating and about someone some one of your friends dating your your sister even though at this point we can safely say that Chris and Jamal aren't quite friends yet but they're getting there um, at this point of the uh, this point of the season so I love this episode because again it's a fall first dance of of both the series as well as the season two, you know, dances and Manny High are a lot different than you see the dances, you say of some of these other shows, um, you gotta love it. Um, but I, obviously the most significant part is the fact that Jamal's sister is played by Gabrielle Union. You see a little bit of chemistry between Chris and Jamal's, and Jamal's sister, even though we never see her again after this show, um, after this episode is done. And I like how they set up this dance for future dance episodes um, later in the series. But I like it. It's fun. You get to see a little conflict, conflict between the two leads. Um, you actually get it resolved in a way that doesn't benefit both parties. Chris, and Chris ends up getting this date, but at the same time, Chris ends up getting turned down by Jamal's sister later on when she realizes he's just, she's just like, he's just like Jamal in many ways. And that's a theme that's gonna be running later on in the series as well. But of course it also starts off with the fact, the whole reason he ends up asking Jamal's sister out is that he gets turned down by Cassidy. And of course, Chris and Cassidy is a very plot that thread that goes throughout the entire City Guys series. So I like this episode. Of course, I have I love Gabrielle Union and I and I love Fall Dances at Manny High. So I had to put this on this list. So again, at number nine, we have the Dare from season one, 
from City Guys. All right, so at number eight of our best fall dancers of Saturday High School, um, we actually go a little bit deeper into a, a show series. Um, so it's not a season one episode like the first two, it's actually involved in a later season. So number eight of the best fall dances is Blood Drive from season three of Hang Time. So let's get into it. So this dance was indeed a fall dance. But of course, one of the main themes of of the show is in the title, Blood Drive. And Danny and Christy end up working together to do a fall drive, excuse me, a, a blood drive. And I believe that they were actually thinking about trying to pair up Danny and Christy together in this episode. So it's kind of like a testing chemistry episode. But of course, besides the blood drive, the main event of this, this episode is that Michael and Julie finally get together, but Michael is scared to to ask Julie out because he can't dance like at all. And I don't know if Adam Frost can really dance in real life, but if he can, he definitely acted like he couldn't dance very well. He should have won an Oscar because it was horrible. It's bad. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it on YouTube. It's horrible. If he was my friend, I would definitely want to my best to try and teach him how to dance quickly at least learn basic rhythm because it was awful but of course it was for comedic effects so hopefully it was all just acting but that's one of the things i like about this episode as i say with plot points come together you knew as soon as michael came on in season three that they were going to pair michael and julie julie together so of course they use a dance to kind of do it and you know they they show that they've kind of been flirting with each other and that the main reason that they didn't go on their quote-unquote first date is because he was he was scared that his dance moves would scare her off and I think that's a well, I won't say it's a common thing but when you when you actually want to ask somebody to dance you probably rather go to a movie or go to dinner than actual dance because if you can't dance and it shows that may be a quote-unquote turnoff so I think it's something that many high school guys may experience they probably wouldn't be so open to freely admit that um like michael did and of course you know he tried to get help from from teddy and when teddy tried to teach him oh my god it was hilarious so so that's why i love this episode um of course it showcases what i call the the big three teddy vince and daddy all doing what they do both together and apart and it's interesting that in this dance, Mary Beth and Vince are, are, are one together and doing well together, as opposed to other dances, which we'll talk about later in this, in this episode. But definitely, if, if there's one of the few dance episodes that you want to check out when hang time is concerned, you definitely want to check out Blood Drive from season three of Hang Time. All right, so now we're at number seven of our best fall dances of Saturday High School. And we've talked about, you know, a party. We've talked about a fall dance, two of them as a matter of fact, but we have yet to talk about a homecoming dance. And that's the subject of this episode we're going to talk about now. So at number seven, we have Homecoming King from season one of Say Bye Bell, the new class. So let's get into it. Okay, so first off, yes, it's another season one 
episode from a show. But like I said, sometimes these dance episodes help to see characters and help to involve all the characters in the main plot lines. In this particular plot line, we've we've kind of already discussed it already in a previous episode because this is the episode that 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 James Marsden, credited as Jimmy Marsden, guest starred as Chaz, Chad Westerfield, the homecoming king and the star of Bayside Tigers football. Of course, he was a jerk. He tried a two-time Megan with another girl and he didn't treat her well and that was of course one of the things of the episode that she was being fooled by him but she was able to you know quote unquote get over that and and she was able to break free from that and it's usually hard to see James Marston play a bad guy um, when you know when you're used to seeing him playing someone like Cyclops but but it was a good episode and it was a good start of the of the Bayside High dance tradition. Like I said, since this is a cont continuation, a sequel to the original Stay by the Bell, people are used to seeing, were, were used to seeing Bayside dances. So seeing the first one that didn't involve Zach Kelly or Screech, it was an interesting thing to see and kind of some of the same concepts, but different. Um, in all probability, like in many ways, they probably could have saw that that um, Chad Westerfield could have been a Zach Morris, a very not so likable version of him, but still a a a kind of Zach Morris that Scott wasn't. But I'm glad it didn't go there, and I'm glad he moved on to other things. Jimmy Marston, that is. But it's still it's still a great episode, and of course, Megan is one of my favorite characters from the new class. So I'm glad it got to showcase her, as opposed to Lindsay or or anybody else for this particular storyline. I I loved it. So again, there's trust me in the seven seasons of the new class, there's been plenty of dance episodes. Trust me, plenty. But but this is a great episode when I have to think of the top ten. So. So again, at number seven, we have Homecoming King from season one of Saved by the Bell, the new class. All right, we're almost done with the bottom half of our top 10 best fall dances of Saturday high school. And at number six, guess what? Like I explained earlier, there was a lot of dance episodes in Saved by the Bell, the new class within its seven seasons. And number six is another new class episode. So at number six, we have Fall Formal from season four of Saved by the Bell, the new class. So what's special about this episode? So first off, this is another fall dance episode. It's not homecoming, um, but, but it is still a fall dance. And the main plot line of this episode is it begins the the pairing of Katie and Nikki. So her main storyline is that Katie is the smart one, but she is the quote unquote not so rich one of of the of the group. So she wants to have a a great dress to be at this fall dance, but she can't afford it. And she tries to make one and finds out that it's not as stylistic as the dresses that Maria or Rachel 
would have and she's embarrassed about it so she ends up staying home. Nikki of course decides that that's not a good look so he asks her out anyway and they go to the dance and Rachel and Maria love her her unique made for her dress instead of the you know store brand dresses exp the expensive store brand dresses that that they bought so the the main part of this episode is that you know you you know it's kind of almost cheesy that you know you know money can be everything you can still be happy you don't have to be rich to have fun and to have your dream die but it worked for this episode and it paired together a a couple that that ended up lasting for the rest of the show's run of course with a little little detour in between that is that is Nikki and Maria but in the end and when the series ended it was Katie and Nikki Katie and Nikki together so I I kind of like it like I said it's the when you on paper it's a little cheesy and it's kind of been done before it kind of reminds you of course of the homecoming episode where in the original Say by the Bell where where um, Kelly finally chooses Zach but decides not to go to the homecoming dance because she can't afford the tickets or the dress and they end up having a little private little homecoming dance of sorts um, outside where they share their first official kiss so it kind of reminds you of that storyline but at the same time it's different because you actually get to see more more into Katie specifically Katie as well as Nikki because again at season four these were two new characters that we didn't know about we already met Maria last season and Rachel last season so it got to showcase Katie played by Lindsay McKeon and kind of really make her part of part of the group not just in on screen in the group's minds but also for the fans who have been watching up until season four started so great episode at number six we have fall formal from season four from say by the bell the new class all right so we are now halfway through of our countdown of the best fall dances of saturday high school but before we get into the top five let's go ahead and recap quickly what episodes we've covered so far so at number 10 we have the first gig from season one of california dreams and number nine we have the date from season one of city guys and number eight we have blood drive from season three of hang time and number seven we have homecoming king from season one of say by the bell the new class and at number six we had also from say by the bell the new class fall formal from season four all right, so let's get into number five really quickly, and that is Grease is the Word from season three from City Guys. Okay, now first off, everybody loves Grease the Musical. It's such a classic musical, um, and it's kind of interesting that they use that, um, you know, use that uh, that phrase for this this episode. But it is indeed a season premiere episode, not a season, if not a season one episode. So this is a back to school dance and we have it covered. We've covered homecoming. We've covered like fall harvest dances. We have yet to cover a quote unquote back to school dance that that happens both in real life as well on the shows. 
and and one of the main things that happens in this episode is we finally get some some forward movement in the plot thread that is Chris and Cassidy. So the episode starts like this, that the gang comes back to school after the summer. Chris is actually went to Greece while everybody else did other things. And he comes with a longer hair, longer haircut than he did way back in, in season two. And he ends up having a, a girlfriend that actually still lives, that actually lives in Greece. But as, as circumstances go, when he finally has a, a quote unquote steady girlfriend, he finally gets interest from Cassidy after both of them planning this dance to finally, you know, possibly be together and start dating. Of course, he never tells Cassidy about the girlfriend and when she finds out, she's mad and she breaks, breaks it off with him. But of course, at the end of the episode, they pull together this dance and then they kind of talk together and show hope that even though he did mess up, there is a chance that they could get together in the future. So that's one of the main reasons I like this episode because it does continue the Chris and Cassidy thread that began in season one. And as I've talked about before in the best couples of TNBC, the way they did Chris and Cassidy, how they gave us, you know, bit by bit and actually threaded through the seasons really made a big payoff when they finally got together in season four. But this is where you see, you know, in season two, they basically, well, I won't say forgot about Chris and Cassidy, but it definitely put it on the back burner a little bit. But then here it is, the first episode of season three, and you get to see that, hey, we haven't forgot about Chris and Cassidy, and we're going to slow burn this, something that you may not usually see in a sitcom. Usually one episode, two characters meet, the next episode they're together, and probably by, by the third or fourth episode, they're already broken up. This was not the case with Chris and Cassidy. So beside the fact that it is a back to school dance on the roof, you also get to see the plot thread of these two characters, not together quite yet, but definitely closer, even when there's a big, you know, wrench in the machine that is a, a girlfriend in Greece. So that's why I love this episode. Trust me, you'll love it too if you haven't seen it. So number five, we have Grease is a Word from season three of City Guys. All right, so now that we finished number five, let's get to number four of the best fall dances of Saturday High School. And number four is an episode that I've covered before in another podcast. And it's one of my favorite episodes of Hang Time, as well as one of my favorite dance episodes. So at number four, we have Love Triangle from season four from Hang Time. So if you listen to our best episodes of Hang Time and best couples of TNBC, both of those episodes, then you already know uh, what I love about this particular episode. Um, it is a fall harvest dance. Um, that's the type of dance that happens in this episode. And it's actually the, the first dance with Coach K um, as the head coach. And he organizes this dance. And the way that he organizes this dance, that's a plot line in itself of being a coach that hates to organize dances. But he does it. Good for him. And of course, the 
the main plot thread of this episode is literally in the title, Love Triangle. Mary Beth encourages Christy to ask Nick Hammer out. She goes so far as to try and set up a, a friend date with Nick Hammer to get Hammer interested in Christy. And of course we find out that as much as Hammer is a player, the person that he's actually interested in is Mary Beth. And after he kisses her, she kisses him back and realizes that he may have feelings for, she may have feelings for Hammer as well. And of course, this is season four, so this is not long after that, that Mary Beth break, has broken up with Vince. So, of course, Christy finds out and they're not friends for a while, but of course, by the time they actually get to the dance, both Ma Mary Beth and Christy make up and then Mary Beth and Hammer officially become a couple at the end of the episode. So, like I said before, I liked, as much as I love Mary Beth and Vince, I liked Mary Beth and Hammer as a couple. And, and it's one of the reasons I like this, this episode because as realistically as it possibly can in a sitcom, it actually shows what happens in a quote-unquote high school triangle. Again, Nick was not obligated to anybody. And add the fact that he had a reputation of dating every girl every girl that's available, the fact that he showed that he actually was willing to really do something and be committed to Mary Beth, you know, showed the potential for his growth. And he wasn't the quote unquote, you know, stupid character like Vince was. He was, he was a player. And, you know, people love the plot line of the girl who gets the player to settle down. So it was a great episode and all's well that ends well, you know, because, you know, Christy ends up finding her future man, her man for life. She didn't have to worry about Hammer. And he ended up replacing Hammer in the series. So good for her. But for this episode, it like I said, it, it started off Mary Beth and Hammer and was a great episode for Mary Beth and Christy as well. Um, showing their true friendship. So that's who I have at number four, Love Triangle from season four of Hang Time. All right, we are almost at the end of the best fall dances of Saturday High School. And at number three, we have another episode that had a, a special guest star, or guest stars rather, for the dance. So at number three, we have Dance Fever from season two of City Guys. So let's get into it. Now, this is an interesting episode because first off, the type of dance is not a homecoming dance or a fall harvest dance, but I actually have it as unofficial dance, mainly because the whole plot point or the main plot of this episode is that there was a dance scheduled, but Miss Noble canceled it and the gang decides, well, guess what? We want to have this dance in order to both get dates, get money, all of that, that you know that Chris and Jamal and the gang do. So they end up having the dance without Miss Noble's permission on the roof, the usual place at Manny High. And of course she finds out and you know, you know, this all hell breaks loose because Miss Noble don't play. She is not Mr. Belding. But the other side point is that Chris can't ask Cassidy to the dance 
like he normally does. Why? Because she's supposedly dating Nick Lachey of 98 Degrees. And she kind of says that throughout the whole episode, that since I'm dating Nick, I can't date anybody else. And I, I could be able to bring them on as musical guests for the dance. Of course, nobody really believes her. They actually, you know, they humor her, but they don't believe her, which makes it even more funny that at the end of the episode, after they get caught and everything's done, 98 Degrees shows up, all of them. And Nick Lachey and Cassie actually share a kiss. So that's the special guest star, 98 Degrees, which how 90s can, is that that 98 Degrees shows up for a City, City Guys episode? Now, in real life, he might have been already dating Jessica Simpson, may even be in, been engaged at the time. I'll have to check the timeline on that. But, but we can say that if we looked at the Wikipedia article of Nick Lachey and like his personal life, who he dated, we could have Kathleen Juniali right there. I mean, we have the proof. They kissed on screen. <laughs> the character, not, not the actress who played Cassidy, that is. But I, I like the fact of throwing in, uh, an unofficial dance, which is why I also love the episode. It's, it definitely sounds like a Saved by the Bell, original Saved by the Bell plot. And having all the gang do it, even with their own individual, unique, selfish reasons for doing it, but all working together in order to get this dance um, put off the right way, even with them not believing Cassidy could bring in 98 degrees, you can find out after everything is done and they get caught that she does bring them in. And of course, they sing a special song for the people to slow dance to. It makes a great season two episode and it kind of shows how City Guys has grown from season one to season two. So I, I love this episode and I'm so glad I have it at number three. But there are two episodes that I feel beat it out. But at number three, we have Dance Fever from season two of City Guys. So what are the top two episodes of this countdown? What top two episodes best exemplify the best fall dances of Saturday High School? When you think of fall dances with the Saturday, teen, uh, Saturday morning TV shows in the 90s, what are the two episodes that definitely exemplify what fall dances were in high school, both in real life as well as on screen? Well, I have my two. Let's see if you agree with them. So at number two, the runner-up I have Harvest Moon from season two of Hang Time. Let's get into it. Now, you know I've already talked about this before. This is one of my favorite episodes of Hang Time. I actually talked about it a lot more on the best episodes of Hang Time podcast. But I love this episode as a dance episode and as well as a Hang Time episode. So the type of dance is, of course, a fall dance. And a lot of the main things that we see happen is Teddy's plot line about wanting to be the DJ, um, Amy hiring him, finds out he has stage fright as a DJ and has to dress up in his pajamas in order to in order to play the music at the dance, which goes out, which goes great, of course. But you have bedtime Teddy, which shows really shows Anthony Anderson his comedic potential. Of course, we have Mary Beth and Vince, you know, still fighting still trying to outdo each other, actually bringing separate dates to the dance um, before, you know, 
Hang Time decided to finally put them together. But seeing them compete with each other, you know, as far as dances in this episode um, is great as well. And then, of course, the other main plot line for for Harvest Moon is Josh and Julie finally um, getting together. Um, this is unlike Blood Drive, where where it wasn't about Josh not dancing. It was just them flirting since the beginning of the season and then finally deciding that they were going to be a couple. Of course, we can't forget about Danny's little plot line where he thinks that he is going to be taking his Sam to the dance, Sam from season one of Hang Time. And of course, she ends up giving him a Dear John letter and breaking up with him. So he ends up dating a lookalike to try and get over Sam. There's so much stuff that happens in this episode with the entire cast, which I love. And I think each plot point kind of adds to the adds to the episode in a great way. And let's not forget about Coach Fuller actually having to organize this dance as well. Even he's involved, even though he's not a high school student. So I think it's a great um, dance episode where you have each of the cast involved and each plot boys that have already that have already continued from previous episodes, even previous seasons, with with the whole Danny and Sam thing, Josh and Julie flirting each other and finally, you know, paying off in this episode, Mary Beth and Vince fighting again from earlier episodes, bringing into this episode, and then showcasing Teddy as the fun-loving party comedic talent that he is. Love this episode. Oh, and let's not... And let's not forget, you know, this is probably the, we have the scene in this episode with the first real showing of, you know, the, the three big guys with Teddy and Vince and Danny all being funny together, which I, which I think is probably one of the best trios ever of these, of these TV shows. If I had to do a podcast of best comedic trios of teen sitcoms, I'd have to put Teddy, Daddy and Vince if not number one, definitely in the top five because no one no one did it better in my opinion, at least not on Saturday morning. But that's why I love this episode. So I've already talked about it before, so I won't go too much into it. But at number two, we have Harvest Moon from season two of Hang Time. All right, guys, so we made it. We finally made it to the top episode of the best fall dances of Saturday High School. But you know the drill. Before we get into that number one episode, let's do a quick recap of all the episodes we've covered in this countdown so far. So at number 10, we have the first gig from season one of California Dreams. At number nine, we have the date from season one of City Guys. At number eight, we have Blood Drive from season three of Hang Time. At number seven, we have Homecoming King from season one of Say Bye to the New Class. At number six, we had Fall Formal from season four of Say Bye to the New Class. At number five, we had Grease is the Word from season, season three of City Guys. And at number four, we had Love Triangle from season four of Hang Time. And number three, we had Dance Fever from season two of City Guys. And at number two, we had Harvest Moon from season two of Hang Time. So who made number one? What 
what dance episode, in my, in my opinion, is the best fall dance episode of Saturday High School. So before I say that, let me say again, I tried my best to make sure that all the dances in this particular countdown were, were dances that, according to the script, happened in the fall, um, like homecoming or back to school or just fall harvest dance. And there's plenty of dance episodes in these shows that, that deal with Valentine's Day and quote unquote springtime dance and, and also prom episodes, of course. So I tried my best not to include those episodes for this particular countdown with one exception. And the exception is the number one episode. Technically, this episode showed in the fall and if you look the way that they were dressed in the episode it definitely they were definitely dressed as if it was a fall dance and considering the the production order and when it was debuted it technically counts and I love this episode so much I had to put it in a countdown so I'm going to go ahead and do it please forgive me at number one of the best fall dances of of Saturday High School, we have Making Up is Hard to Do from season four of City Guys. So let's get into it. All right, so when I first watched this episode, way, way back when it premiered, I thought it was a, a fall dance. And just to check, check and make sure, they technically say it was a spring dance, but as I discussed earlier, because of production order, they shot this episode originally for season three. It did not show though until the fall of season four. So because it was shown in the fall, technically I can count it. But there's so much fun in this episode that I, I can't, I can't, ex I can't exclude it. Not only that, it has to be number one because it's definitely one of the best dance episodes, period, much less quote unquote fall dance. So for those of you who, for whatever reason, missed this episode, what happened? Well, first off, if you listen to my last episode, um, we talked about guest, Best Guest Stars Part 2. And this is the episode, or the first of two episodes, rather, that guest star Kel Mitchell starred as Malcolm on City Guys. And this is the episode where Malcolm and Jamal do a dance-off. So that's one part of the episode. Jamal is trying to do a backflip in order to outdance Malcolm in order to get a date with a girl at this dance. And of course, you see Malcolm show a little bit what he can do at the beginning of the episode. And of course, it was funny itself. But then when you see Chris try to replicate what Jamal did at the beginning, beginning of the episode, you're, you're on the floor laughing. But Chris, being the good friend that he is, tries to help Jamal do exercises and other things in order to do this back from because he he's such good friends with Jamal and then of course there's the actual dance-off which is a for real dance-off Kel Mitchell and Wesley Johnson actually really get that dance down and and do those things and you have to give love to both of them and for Jamal slash Wesley for actually getting that backflip down. So 
that dance sequence is one of the best sequences of all of City Guys, much less of, of dances. But that's not the only thing that goes on. The reason why the episode is called Making Up is Hard to Do is because of Alan Dawn. Dawn organizes this dance like she almost organizes every, every other dance at Manny High. And she organizes it with a new guy, Nick. Al gets jealous of Nick. They fight. They technically break up. And in order to make Al mad, she invites Nick to the dance as her date. And Al tries to sabotage the dance, sabotage Nick and the dance in order to get back at back at Don and ends up making a mess of only himself and his pride. Of course, in the end, Al and Don get back together, hence the name of the episode. Um, and that is the main plot point. Did I mention there's a dance, there's a flash mob in this, in this um, episode? Oh, I forgot to mention that. Oh yeah, Miss Noble leads a flash mob. I'm gonna say it again, just in case y'all didn't hear me. Miss Noble leads a flash mob. She has herself as well as Chris, as well as everybody else, doing a group dance. Now the way they shot this dance, Kind of cheesy, but the fact is they had to, besides everything else that's going on, you had this flash mob sequence. Besides the dance-off, besides Alan Don doing what Alan Don, Alan Don do, make, breaking up and making up, um, you still have this flash mob dance. And we're still not done with the episode because you still have L-Train, you know, spying on Don and Nick for Al's sake. The only person that really is not involved as much in this episode is Cassidy. I'll, I'll give you that. She didn't have much to do this episode, but everybody, everybody else really got the shine. Cassidy's main plot was to kind of be the best friend to Don when, when Al and Don were going through it this episode. So that would be probably the only caveat about this episode that I would, that I would say over some of the others. But still, with everything else that's going on, she probably had a, a separate prop line, but in order for time, they probably had to cut it short because all the stuff that, that went down in this episode. That being said, this is definitely the best fall dance episode of, of Saturday High School. So again, at number one, even though it's technically a spring dance, at number one, we have Making Up is Hard to Do from season four of City Guys. And there you have it, guys. Those are the top 10 fall dance episodes of Saturday High School. And make no mistake, we'll definitely do a, a spring prom dance episode list later. But since it's fall season, we're gonna still concentrate on the fall, fall dances right now. So thank you so much for, for joining us. If by chance there was a fall dance um, that you thought was left out, please let us know. Um, as you notice, I strictly stayed with, within the TNBC umbrella for this list. So I didn't cover um, the dances with, you know, Malibu CA, if there were, and of course, um, student bodies. And I know there was definitely um, a Halloween dance in that episode, but I didn't leave it, I didn't put it on this list. 
So, but if there's other dances, please, please, please let us know. Um, and how do you let us know? By subscribing to this podcast. Again, this is Saturday High School. You can find us on, on Spotify. You can find us on Google. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Breaker. And of course, you can find us on Anchor FM and every other major podcast network. Please follow, share, like, and subscribe as we continue to put out these these podcast episodes for you. Of course, Saturday High School is a part of 90s teen culture where we talk about everything that happened in the 90s for a teenager, specifically in movies, movies, movies music tv and tech so um if you haven't followed 19 culture yet please go to our website but also go to 90 culture on facebook instagram and twitter where we talk about more than just tnbc but we talk, still talk about that too so thank you again for joining us for saturday high school we'll see you in class in the next episode class is dismissed